here are people here what's up what up what up what up boy they're crowding in oh yeah we're already we're crushing here greens from funky bear what's up bear friends what's up careful you might wake them up it's their nap time in dc start out right here waiting for you by richard marks oh yeah it's about stockholm syndrome wherever you go whatever you do i will be right here about Stockholm syndrome it's it's what happens when you uh when you kidnap somebody uh people fall in love with their captors because actual love isn't about anything you do I'll be here waiting for you that isn't that isn't healthy at all hello Owen could you look at the Alberta secession group and the and it's gone finally made it to a live bit nice Claire Bear made it. Oh, just before we even start, one of our very own Bison Bear's sister was attacked at a pro-life rally in Toronto, Canada. This is how extensive the back community is becoming. This was written up in, in Daily Wire. Watch this piece of shit. Just kick this woman. This is Bison Bear's sister. Watch this. Look at this homo. You want to kill them with kindness, remember? That's right. What? They actually have people filming you the whole time. Cool. Classic. Kill with kindness. Guess what? Hey. Destruction of private property. Against the law. If somebody gets raped by somebody and they're like, I'm a 16 year old and I can't have this baby. Think you should keep it? It's a baby. If someone was raped and she gave birth and she decided to kill her three year old child. So just to let you know, those homo soy boy types, they're real violent and they're real crazy. And they only act like faggy homos, like, oh, no way. When they're around giant people like me, like that little homo would never, ever, ever have kicked me like that. Trust me, I've been in those situations. They never would do that. They would be like, you're a beast. You're the worst. And they just literally run away. But women, let's just watch that again. This is what they're capable of. Don't ever keep your eyes off the prize, guys. This is, watch, just watch this. Ladies, this, this is, okay, this sensitive. Look at his Satan necklace. He's a hairdresser in Toronto. This homo with his, with his nipply purple hoodie, like, and his, and his highlights and his, really cool glasses and his really manicured facial. These are the guys that try and convince women that they're super safe. Just watch, watch his face as he knocks this woman to the ground. Like, I'm a 16 year old and I can't have this baby. Think you should keep it? It's a baby. Yeah. If someone was raped and she gave birth and she decided to kill her. Look at, all right, you see in his head, he's like, he just switches. Watch this. Three-year-old child. Woman. Bam. Okay. So just know, 
just know that what these people are capable of. And that's Bison Bear's sister. So, uh, if you see that guy in the street, it's very easy to see. I mean, he looks like a, just like an AIDS-ridden homo with all the facial piercings. He's like, oh my god, no way. You know what to do to him, man. Uh, and if you, you know what to do. If you see that guy in the street, uh, show him what it's like to be, to do that to someone his own size. I mean, I know Canada, they went to the cops and the cops didn't do anything because it's Socialist Canada. But if you see him on the street, do what you got to do. And I think we all know what that is. Uh, why isn't he in jail? Because the left doesn't actually give a flying shit about women. They hate women. They hate women that aren't willing to uh, give up their womb and their uterus and their babies and their life and their family and their love and all that. Uh, they hate them. Hate, 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 hate. And I'm using the word hate because it's real. All right. Like, I'm, a, I'm an abortion survivor because I wasn't aborted. <laughs> Don't we have to believe all survivors? All right, anyway. Hi, everybody. We already have a good amount of people. But if you see that guy in the street, you know what to do. These people have to learn. And uh, men have to start doing something. It's obvious. You saw his face when he just kicked that woman to the ground. That could have been your mother, could have been your sister, could have been your daughter. She was just holding a camera. Not a weapon. Would he have done that to a man? No. Oh my God. Oh my God. Let's say a woman was raped. Uh, yes or no. Yeah. Bam. Gotta be stopped. Gotta be stopped. Oh my God. You chose to stream when the announcements for Kavanaugh are happening. It, it, it's never ending, guys. It, it doesn't matter. I'll, I stream just for the people that want to hang. I mean, YouTube.com slash Owen Benjamin Comedy is where you can just watch these. But streaming. The Kavanaugh thing's not going to stop. It just keeps going. But there's, a good, there's good news to it. It's waking up a lot of people. To, uh, the, the, the mask is finally falling off the left. And they're satanic. And I'll tell you how you know this. Because so... Russia collusion. Time Magazine had a Kremlin on the front cover not that long ago. And it was a Kremlin, or it was the White House uh, covered in, like, red Russia stuff. And then they had the Kremlin and Trump and all this, like, imagery that Russia had taken over America. And then they did that whole investigation with a leftist deep state and found absolutely nothing except for Stormy Daniels that Trump put his ween inside a consenting woman while watching Shark Tank nine years ago and then paid her 130 grand. That's all they had, and they acted like that was Russia collusion. Okay, what they have with Kavanaugh, they accused him of gang rape. That didn't pan out. Woman changed her story like 80 times, and it's just not even remotely possible. Then it became rape. Turns out that woman's a vicious liar, even though she's also on the cover of Time. So that became he was a blackout drunk. It was proven that... <laughs> They, they mess with the wrong dude, man. He's like one of the only people that can prove that can prove a non-negative because of his journaling. Keep a journal, kids. So the blackout became just drunk, which became just beers, 
which became possibly throwing ice at a bar, which just became ill temperament, which just became believe us. Okay. Uh, The left is evil as it gets. And I'll tell you why. Because evil isn't as dramatic as you think. It's not this, it's not a horned beast, you know, and and it's, it's not, you don't see it like in this big majestic way. It's just the inverse of reality. It's the upside down. That's why I love that uh, metaphor in Stranger Things, the upside down, because that's what it is. It's an inverse. It's a, um, what's it called? An infraction, a reciprocal, where tolerance becomes intolerance. You know, guilt becomes innocence. Innocence becomes guilt. Like Ted Kennedy, Bill Clinton are praised while Kavanaugh is guilty. Like, Like it's the opposite. And, and they've accepted it. They've accepted evil. Like, uh, hate is love and love is hate. It's reversed. Hate speech, they call what I do hate speech, which is uh, satirical, like a, a parody of reality, a satirical look of reality that reveals uh, humorous things and just true things. Or, I'm oh, I made a mistake yesterday. It wasn't Anthony Bourdain that ate the brain. It was a guy named Reza Aslan. I don't know who that is, but I uh, just thought I'd clear that up. But see, I I care about clearing things up. (laughs) Oh, and there's a passage in the Bible in Isaiah. It says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. It's the inverse. And it's so easy to tell. It's, It's the people that are accusing everyone of racism are racist. They see the world as a demographic. Uh, the people that are accusing everyone of being fascist are fascist. They don't let anyone speak. They're in charge of all the censoring. Uh, it's, it's so obvious once you see it. And this Kavanaugh thing has woken up a lot of, uh, what I call comfortable conservatives, cozy conservatives, like the, uh, like Andrew Clavin. This is the reason I like Andrew Clavin is he admitted that on today's episode, he, uh, he talked about how he used to mock Trump supporters for being too angry. Like he did this video that got millions of views where he was just mocking them for being so angry because he's a cozy conservative. He's a comfortable conservative. And now he understands it. Because the monster has finally reached him. And the Kavanaugh thing is waking up the cozy conservatives. Because people like Trump are now being seen, like these, these huge never-Trumpers that are like, just they, they're disgusted by Trump. These right-wing people that are disgusted by Trump are now getting it. And I think I've experienced a lot of that too, where they see people like me or Trump as these like reckless animals, these fighters, these shock types, where it's like, you know, Shapiro and Clavin and all these guys will be like, this is just bad politics, what he's doing. There's no reason to incite a crowd like this. Why did he have to say it like this? They're starting to see that that's the only way to fight the left. It's the only way. You have to just fight. And you say, this woman's a clown. This woman's a liar and a clown. And, you know, the Clavins and the Shapiros of the world are like, don't do that. You know, just be comfortable. It's like, no, when you're at the edge of the leftist takeover. I'm fortunate that I saw it a few years early than when it really, really reached me. It reached me in comedy after I had already started um, fighting them because I saw it coming. And I've, I've known my whole life that um, appeasement just means you get eaten last, that you fight it as soon as you see it. It's like when you see cancer on your skin, you don't wait. You don't just wait till it spreads. You just you go at it there. And you don't just say, oh, if I'm just nice to the cancer. No, you cut it out. And 
that's why I've always had respect on some level for even people that I disagree with their policies. Like some of these, these more, these uh, more extreme, I don't even know what extreme means though. I don't want to use the, their fucking words, but like the, uh, the Vox days of the world, like people that are considered alt-right. I've always listened to them. I disagree with their economic policies. I disagree with some of their identity policies, but I get why they do it. I get why they're saying that they're saying you have to fight where the fight is. I believe in in-group preferencing. I believe in tribalism because it's true. We are tribal. There's no getting around that. I just don't see legit, like logistically how you would implement any kind of racial or economic tribalism that doesn't result in a, some form of socialism that r- results in starvation and genocide. You know, I was having a chat with a guy on Instagram where, I, where he was saying, well, Kavanaugh's weak on the Fourth Amendment, so I don't even want Kavanaugh. And I'm like, well... Adults, like, just see what they have, the options they have, and they go with the best of the options. Like, I, perfect is the enemy of good. That's what Crowder says sometimes. It's a great quote. Perfect is the enemy of good where, okay, so you don't want Kavanaugh because he's not perfect. So you get another Ruth Bader Ginsburg. You get someone else that uh, weaponizes the justice system as a, as a leftist executive branch. That's insane. It's the same with uh, with uh, a lot of these political wings. Now, some people are saying, you know, like, how do you feel about the alt-right, the extreme right? A, it doesn't really exist. I always say define that. Define what you mean by that. And, and a lot of times people are just like, you know, strong borders. And I'm like, that's just normal right wing. That, that, that's, that's Lion King right wing. By the way, I, I just saw Lion King for the first time yesterday. Here's us watching Lion King. Lion King is one of the most conservative movies ever made. You know, Scar is the socialist who brings in a bunch of immigrants, the the hyenas, and overthrows the meritocracy. You know, he overthrows um, the main, the good king because the good king respected boundaries. This is the plot of the movie. And so the young, uh, the young, lion goes out into the wilderness and becomes a nihilist, a kuma matata, you know, it's like nothing matters. And then falls in love, realizes family is important, goes back to overthrow the evil and bring order to his land. The Lion King is 100% conservative to the point of, it would be labeled alt-right by certain people because it, it, it says that you shouldn't, that, that you should respect boundaries, that you don't go into the land of the dead elephants. You know, because that's what the hyenas are. And if the hyenas come and you replace the lion population with hyenas and you start socialism, everyone starts to starve. That's the plot of the fucking movie. This is Lion King. (laughs) It's like, so we're watching Lion King. And of course, I I shed a few tears and Walter was engaged the whole time. And I had to say that the dead dad was sleeping in the movie. But when... When he looked to his dead father and the stars, that means, you know, honoring tradition. It's, it's, it's one of the most conservative movies you can watch. And, and um, that's why it's timeless, because the archetypes are so obvious. And when you see the hyenas marching, goose step, you start realizing that the Nazis were socialists. They were fascists. They were doing uh, the, the exact same things that the left wants to do.
They were called National Socialists. And don't get me wrong, there's a few things about the Nazis that were valid at the time, like the way they were fighting communism and how they were bringing a sense of uh, a spirit and pride back to the German people when they were being destroyed by the Weimar Republic. You know, Wilson's plans that that overshamed Germany and overblamed Germany for uh, the Great War. And uh, like some of that stuff, I completely understand. But then, you know, that racial purity stuff, there's no, there's no place for that. That would be the equivalent, the metaphor in, uh, in the Lion King, <laughs> the equivalent would have been like killing all the lions with like a spot on their back or something. You know, you don't take out lions. All right, you get it based off Hamlet. That's interesting. Like what's really going on in Africa? Keep fighting the good fight, Big Bear. Thank you. Let's go get the Satanists. Well, the Satanists, you got to, you got to maintain, you got to just maintain with these fuckers. Oh, look at this. This is uh Sophie found something to stand on so she can look in windows. I just think that's a cute picture. Uh, Time magazine put liar Christine Blasey Ford on the front cover. I'm starting to realize time is totally just CIA bullshit. I mean, the fact it says the lasting impact and it just shows her, you know, just swearing. If you zoom in on her chin, it says, I will never forget. Well, she forgot the place, the year. She forgot that she wasn't actually scared of flying. She forgot that um, she was five years off of when she renovated her house, which prompted uh, her and her husband going to therapy and revealing that Kavanaugh fake raped her. She remembered nothing. She forgot that she coached someone in how to beat a lie detector test. Oh, Kiwi Bear made this. Women are legitimately insane. It was, uh, we, she said woman instead of women, but I think I may have texted her to, because I, I was like, hey, can you make a movie poster with Clarence Thomas and Kavanaugh, like a buddy cop movie? And I was like, title it like women are legitimately insane. I think I could come up with a better title. That may be a little too uh, aggressive because obviously all women aren't insane. But those characters would think that. That's all I was saying. It, could, it should be called, um, uh, let me see, Lethal Weapon. I don't know. We'll figure something out. But Kiwi Bear's awesome. Wooncreative.com, L-U-N-E creative.com. They're expecting a child. She lost her, her brother this year and... and now she's getting a child. She's had quite a wild run, but she's a great chick. Oh, someone sent me this. Bird is definitely bi. Apparently, uh, Bird's recent appearance on the Joe Rogan experience, he, he revealed he was actually gay and bisexual. He was talking about how he was like staring at a guy's cock in a, in a sauna and just getting real excited. I couldn't listen to it because it's just too gross and weird. But apparently, he is like full-blown bi. I was totally right about that. It's pretty hilarious. And now everyone's writing to me like, oh, he's bi, he's bi. I'm like... Dude, I'm telling you, he's wicked bisexual. Um, yeah. Oh, my new special, hugepianist.com. I just saw Coddington's name on here. He uh, directed and produced it. Uh, hugepianist.com. Ten measly bucks will get you a, a copy of Persona Non Grata. Check it out. I'm going to put up uh, the full... As soon as Coddington gets around to it, we're going to put up the West Palm Beach Show for free on YouTube. Because I want you to be able to hear the jokes. But if you want to support uh, independent comedy, 
to give people an alternative to Netflix with unlimited money and unlimited propaganda. All right, next up, what do we got here? Believe bug. Someone sent me this one. Man, that little that little fucker is so annoying. Uh, Pat Oswald. What a little sat- What a little devil. Uh, someone sent me this. The only weatherman you can trust, Chris Farley, doing the El Nino thing. El Nino! It brought brought me back to those days when comedy still existed in the mainstream. Man, Chris Farley was funny. Remember Schmidt's Gay? If you're thirsty and you're gay, reach for a bottle of Schmidt's Gay. So classic. The Oregonian. Protesters descend on PSU board meetings demanding disarmed campus police. Okay, the result of that would be the next... Uh, if there's ever a shooter on campus, the shooter uh, will not be able to be stopped. Uh, I mean, I just, that's insane. That's just insane. So if anybody wants to rob a college, that's the place to do it. It's also great for rapes. Uh, just the cutting off of the genitalia of the people there to protect. Planned Parenthood says, roses are red, violets are blue. Senator, vote no on Kavanaugh or else we're coming for you. National Poetry Day, stop Kavanaugh. That's Planned Parenthood. Uh, Well, the good news for us is uh, forceps and vacuums don't crack the skull of adults. (laughs) I mean, they're literally a baby-killing plant. And that's the thing that bothers me the most about this Kavanaugh thing, is the left in their inverse upside-down world they're truly upside down. They're upside down. It's, it's evil. It's what evil is. It's the inverse of good. It's the upside down of life. It's an embracing of death. So they want to be able to have their baby killing farms to sustain its 300. What, what, what did PragerU just post? They did uh, 321,000 lives a year, souls a year are taken from Planned Parenthood. And, and bear in mind, most people on the right are simply arguing that they don't want to have to pay for it. Like, that it's, it shouldn't come out of federal taxes and it's not a, a judicial right. There's nowhere in the Constitution that says you have the right to kill an unborn child. Uh, so they're up to 321000 a year. And, plan, and, and the left is so inverted in its morality that it's now saying, we care so much about our mass extermination plant that will accuse an innocent man of rape to be heroes. So they're now, they now accused an, they know he's innocent too. They accused an innocent man of rape, ruined his, his children's school life. I mean, think about that. I was on a playground, man. Can you imagine if your dad was accused of gang rape? Um, I mean, I was accused of being racist in a small town and there were people that wouldn't let, like we wouldn't, uh, there was people that wouldn't let, they wouldn't babysit my baby anymore. That's, that's why we left because I, it wasn't out of shame or fear. It was, I didn't want to bring any more money or resources or any good things to that, that place anymore. If they were willing to, to treat me that way. And it was a very small amount of people doing it. The vast majority supported our family and knew it was bullshit, but they didn't say anything. And that's just as bad to me. Is if you stay quiet in times of insanity, you're you're culpable. You know, so while people were coming up to me or, or you know, the church wouldn't take our donations. Sick shit. You know, the, it, 
That's why Catholicism, to me, is, is flawed, is because it's such a, uh, an institution that it can't make decisions on its own. You know, there was members of the church that said they were very sorry. And I was like, you're, I think we're giving them a thousand bucks and they wouldn't take it. I'm like, this can go to the church. So you guys have plenty of money to, for, you know, for charities and whatnot, because I was accused of being a racist because of a comedy show about a song about a bike. I'm now persona non grata. And all, all the people secretly supported us, but you know, the, the leftists are so good at fear, but I think that's, that's ending. This is the good news about Kavanaugh's. I think it's finally ending because it's gotten so bad that, that even Andrew Clavin is now like, I get Trump. I like Trump. Now he's a fighter. I get why, why that, that is the case. Like people on the right that were cozy conservatives who could sit in their little conservative bubble and think. You know, it's all about the high road. It's not, it's not a high road. If you lose, if you give up your nation and your way of life because of compliance, because you don't want to get your hands dirty and actually throw some fucking punches. That's why I've always respected the alt-right, even though I disagree with some of their views is because say what you will about them. They're willing to fight. And, and if, if the left goes more goes deeper into our society, the alt-right will be the right move, the extreme right. There's like 5,000 total of them, by the way. There's like, they're not a factor. And they don't have to be a factor as long as we maintain our, we, we have a liberal society. This is, the, this is the most open society in the world. And I like that. It's good for innovation. It's good for business, for art, for, for everything. But if we allow the left's authoritarianism to keep going, there will be a time when the farthest right will be correct because you will have to use violence. You will have to separate people based on race, religion, everything you can think of. And you will have to just literally just start fighting people in the streets. And then you'll see what Nazis really look like. Uh, not fun. So I beg of you all, uh, <laughs> Just, just fight now with words and freedom because it's coming. And, and, and people have called me crazy, but at this point, you can't call me crazy. When you see Judge Kavanaugh has been vetted by the FBI six times. He's a milk toast conservative. He is clean as a whistle. He is so middle of the road, can't touch him, uh, choir boy life. And look at what they've done to him. They just put a fake accusation on the cover of Time magazine to try and destroy his life. If you now don't know that they'll do that to you and they'll put you in a gulag and they'll bury you, they will bury you in a shallow grave. They'll make your family ash. In an inverse world, family is evil. Like, okay, Soviet Russia, they would have, the children would, would rat out their parents. Eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, 10-year-olds would be working for the KGB and they would be rewarded when they ratted out their parents. So even parents that weren't doing anything wrong, quote unquote, uh, kids would say that they were talking shit about Stalin and then they would kill the parents and the children would get an extra uh, bread ration. So just know that world exists. It's the upside down. And Soviet Russia was the upside down. Korea, North Korea is the upside down. The killing fields of Cambodia were the upside down. Cuba, the upside down. 
And they're the, the evil members of our society are embracing the upside down, non-reality reality. They say science should not be questioned. Do you understand how fucking insane that is? Science, the whole nature of science is questions. So if you think that saying that does anything, you're dead wrong. It does nothing because they've embraced that. They've embraced the upside down. They think that um, whatever they say or what the literally dark forces have them say is true. So when you say science is questioning, they don't light up and say, oh, thank you. Thank you for getting me back on the right track. They don't want to be on the right track. Every asshole knows science is based on questions, theories, hypothesis, proving, disproving, you know, rigorous questioning. And if, and if hundreds of your peers working as hard as they can to disprove you can't disprove you, then you have a solid theory. But when anyone says, shouldn't uh, global warming have produced warming by now? And they go, silence, S science, you are a denier of science. Everybody knows that's fucking insane. You're not going to get anywhere by being like, hey, you're contradicting yourself. They're going to go, our world is a contradiction. Embrace it. Money, power, sex, murder. And it's common, man. It's, it's, it's like, it's right here. It's here. Look at what it's doing to the world. Look at what it's doing to people. You open up a newspaper, the equivalent, the metaphorical equivalent, you know, whether it's on your iPhone or whatever, and you don't know what's a joke and what's real. That's hell. As a, as a comedian, they used to say, oh, Trump is going to be great for comedy. Fuck that. It made life comedy. And it wasn't because of Trump. Trump was right. Trump was more right than I wanted to admit back then. I thought he was kind of just reckless. And now I'm starting to see that he fought the only way he could fight. And he was right. And the left is making life a joke. Christine Blossie Ford, they had this bitch on ABC saying that she attended gang rape parties and, and Kavanaugh was part of a gang rape. And then, like, immediately said, oh, I don't remember him, though. These are mentally ill people that they're parading in front of the world. And, and there's people out there that just get little tidbits of news and just believe it, right? Well, this ends that. Because, what, 40 million people watch the Kavanaugh hearings? If you watch that shit and you have no more questions and just believe whatever the mainstream says, you deserve the shit. You deserve it. And we got to take shit back to old school. <clears throat> that wasn't for it was the other woman. No shit, Cam. Are you not are you not following along? They had, yeah, the bitch they had on ABC was, um, I can't remember her last name. It was a weird last name. Yeah, no, I uh, obviously, obviously it wasn't Ford. Ford said that uh, she was never gang raped. She said that uh, people were giggling and laughing at the top of a staircase with loud music in a party of five and no one remembers it, and she doesn't know where it was, and she lied, and she's wearing a one-piece swimsuit, and they covered her mouth attempting to kill her, but she didn't die or get raped. That's Ford's story. But then there's this other woman who said she, was, she attended 10 gang rape parties, even though there's no other witnesses or victims, and she now does not remember um, Kavanaugh even being there. And people are, are putting this on CBS and ABC and NBC. I, I was saying this, I saw this happening in comedy.
two years ago, people started being like, they would, they would put up garbage, like two broke girls. Two broke girls is total propaganda to try and uh, eliminate families. It's just about these two desperate and sad and, and just girls that have made horrible life choices and they're, and they're paraded as champions and who produced and created the show and made $50 million, melted candle-faced Whitney Cummings. Yeah. Did you guys hear about the bail temple get constructed by Capitol Hill over the couple of days that the cabinet hearing happened? Nope. That is the worst show ever made. It's very bad. I feel bad for Cap's kids. Imagine how much they're going to be bullied because of all this. Insane. It's, it's insane. I can't imagine. I mean, I can, but. Oh, this is, this is a perfect example of comedy becoming real. American Imam deletes post after suggesting Sharia law should apply in weighing Dr. Ford allegations. Imam Zaid Shakirli, the Muslim-American co-founder of in Berkeley, California, deleted. It was written by uh, Casey uh, Dillon. She's really cool. I've hung with her at the Daily Wire offices. She's a really sweet person. But I had just done that parody video where I said my, my fake apology to Islam about how I... Uh, I finally understand Islam because we should have Sharia, Sharia law because Ford should be uh, stoned to death. And now that's, that's already real. Like people are like, we should apply Sharia law. That's pretty, pretty insane. Conservatives need our own George Soros. Now, you don't want that. See, that's what I'm talking about. That's another reason I don't like the alt-right right now. is because when you just become evil to fight evil, you don't uh, save anything, you know? We have an unbelievable society. America is awesome. And the liberal aspects of America should be saved. We shouldn't just lock down and become a nonsense propaganda machine unless it's satire. Let the comedians do that, you know? The comedians like me need to be the George Soroses of our movement, because just like what me and Alex Jones did yesterday, where I was saying I was raped by Matt Damon, it has to be obviously a joke the whole time or else we're bearing uh, false witness, which isn't good. You don't ever want to become what you hate or else you can't find your way back sometimes. Um, you have to fight fire with, with water. Fighting fire with fire just makes more fire. You know, that's the, that's the lesson you can learn with Stalin and Hitler is... You don't fight international communism with national communism because you just end up with Stalingrad, with, with uh, the bone fields. And that's why no one talks about the Eastern Front, because there's no good guys. There's no liberators. It was two evil forces attempting to commit genocide on the other. And in that, you just have, you have a cockroach battle. And even if you win, you're still a cockroach. Um... The Spanish George Soros is named Jorge Toros. That's pretty funny. Surprise, Soros hasn't gotten a bullet in his head yet. Maybe the Hungarians will. He's so rich, though. He has unlimited protection. Oh, this is a cool little cartoon. You have the Google uh, rainbow uh, religion. You have Islam, and she's smiling. Then you have the Jews. And then you have the Christians. And science equals MC. The black kid. And you have... Uh, you know, the, uh, the gender guy and you have the wheelchair guy and they're all hugging. And then you just have Islam holding one of their heads and she's alone cause she won. I thought that was a pretty powerful cartoon cause it's very true. If you're just going to go with power instead of influence and consent, 
If you're just going to go a battle of power, Islam wins. It'll just win. Uh, because they have more kids and they're more capable of violence. And they just, it's about submission. That's why you don't want to engage your enemy with your enemy's tactics or you just become your enemy. Uh, when I say the high road cozy conservative, what I mean is don't be the guy that just stays silent and complies and just is sarcastic to yourself as you listen to podcasts and think that does a fucking thing. Vote. When someone says some shit, be like, no, that's not true. Don't be scared to lose Facebook friends. Don't be, because what it does is it isolates them, not you. How have people not learned this? Okay. If you're scared of saying what you really believe uh, because you think you're going to lose friends or become isolated or you won't be invited to Christmas dinner, understand that the more of us speak freely about what we believe, which we are the majority, by the way, who believe in right and wrong, that that uh, everything is not rape. This is normal. This is normal thought. Like the normal person thinks this Kavanaugh shit is insane. And that's including women. They're not standing up for women. Most women find this appalling. Okay. So what you do is you speak that when I say your truth, I believe in objective truth. Your truth is a bullshit way of saying that that's like a bullshit uh, postmodern thing, but it's also a little true in a sense. Let me explain. Your truth does not mean you get to invent truth, but your truth means your perspective on the universal truth. It's like the, the, the blind men and the elephant where there's five blind men and they're all touching an elephant. And one says, this thing is a, a tail. And someone says, this is a tusk. And they describe tusks. And someone else said, this is leathery skin. And then they fight each other to the death because they all think they're liars. Your perspective on truth is your truth. It doesn't mean you get to invent truth. What, so what I'm saying is, um, and, and that's why it, it's so important for all of us as a community to say our truth. Because then together with all these different perspectives, of these honest perspectives. You know, leftism is you feel a tusk and you say it's a, a, a rapist. You know, they're not, they're not going with sense data. Okay, but if you have a, a society and a culture that says their truth, their honest perspective on it, together you can start getting an outline of what truth is. That's one reason why when people say the Bible has been written and rewritten and translated and you know, people wrote it and it's just a book. And it's my response is always that makes it almost more true. It's like millennia past. And so many people have like been a part of that, that it's so fucking true. It's like, it's, it's, uh, what's that thing that Peterson was talking about? Hyper reality, like the number seven, the number seven is in so many, it's, it's in everything that's seven, <laughs> the number 12, the number 50, like you can't just point at it. It's true across time. It's just true and true and true. I don't know. You, I hope you understand what I'm saying, but so let them isolate themselves. Let them feel isolation. You say, no, this rape is bullshit. And then someone else at the table goes, you know, I've always wanted to say that, but I didn't want to be alone. And then someone else says that. And then before you know it, that fat, blue-haired, lesbian asshole is just, now they're alone. And you don't, know, you don't know your own power until you do that. And, and it's the good kind of power that I think the word would actually be influence. I still don't really know the word. There really isn't a word because power implies some sort. There, 
coercion is in the word power somewhere. I can't put my finger on it, but there, there has to be another word for that. All right, anyway, let's keep going. Hello, hyperdimensional information. That's a good way to put it. Normal is the new crazy. Is that Trudeau? Oh yeah, this is uh, Justin Trudeau. This is a real, a real uh, calendar sold in Canada. What they do, this is what socialists want to do. They want to make young girls fall in love with the state. So they use Justin Trudeau, a mincing homo dickhead, and they try and make him into a boy band. Like, look at that. Is he the lead singer of a boy band? No, he's in charge of military decisions and coercive tax distribution. This guy is a fucking monster, right? This guy is taking away... Uh, veterans money this guy is taking children from homes of people that don't acknowledge their uh gender dysphoria at eight this guy is a fucking monster and so what they do is they get young girls to associate the state with sex and then they fall in love with the state instead of a real man that can protect them from alleged rapists like this guy look at this Look at this guy. They want young girls to feel tingly when they think about the state because the state, look at that, a puppy. Oh my God, a puppy. This guy's responsible for, for murdering people. It's the state. Look at this fucking piece of shit. I'm fired up today, guys. I don't know if you guys have noticed. I am fired up. There's over, there's 1114 people here. You realize this isn't even my normal page? I got banned. That's why I know we'll be okay. Because individuals like you people, and I'm not even getting paid for this shit. There's no super chats. I think that some, some of you guys have written to me that that meant a lot to you because you realize that I'm not doing this for money. I mean, don't get me wrong, buy my special, hugepianist.com, but no, this is important to me. Oh, here's uh, Meat, hang on, Meat Demon instead of Matt Damon. Uh, he's talking to serial rapist Harvey Weinstein about how he raped me, Owen Benjamin, and he just kept whispering in my ear, how do you like them apples and banana? He called his dick a banana and apples. I don't know what that is. Oh, the roundhouse kick. All right, let me read some of these out. PayPal.me slash Feed the Bear if you want to send me a super spicy note. Oh, watch Crowder tonight, by the way. There's a sketch in there. I'm not going to ruin it, but it's it's the sketch. It's going to be the sketch heard around the world. Mark my words. It is so good. All right. Let me see what we got here. Reagan. Dear Owen, the irony about Mike Ward's joke is that the people uh, firing him would have totally been okay with aborting the kid in the joke if they'd known the boy would be born with a terminal illness. Love seeing you on CRTV, Regs Bear. So true. So true. The left is all about aborting any child with potential um, deformities. But if you make fun of anything that has to do with children with terminal illnesses now you're actually the monster because that's an inverted world justin trudeau is a fucking monster uh it, it's it's straight up evil guys you, you you call it for what it is and i didn't see it back in the day i really didn't i i thought that the liberals were just uh just soft and sometimes i even liked it i thought that they were like more compassionate they're more like female 
you know, they, they sometimes were pussies, but they weren't into war and they were all about compassion and helping people. No, that was, it was just, just the devil, man. It's the devil. What we got here? Hey, Big Bear, love your videos, man. Let me know if or when you'll ever come to Clemson, South Carolina. Uh, would love to buy you a beer, so use this fun for a good beer. Would love to be verified as Believe All Bear. Welcome, Believe All Bear. That's hysterical. Ethan, uh, I thought the 20 bucks I spent to see you live was a good investment, but the 10 bucks I spent to relive it was even better. I was talking about the special, hugepianist.com. Hearing me request Rose was the worst human ever was... Uh, was a little weird though. A show so good, Buford had to change a trigger warning, which Coddington didn't get a shot of. That's true. They had a trigger warning sign uh, at the theater I performed at that said like this co- this comedian does not represent blah blah. And at the end, they took it down and they're like, "Yo, we love the show. Sorry about that trigger warning." It's a true story. Thank you, Ethan. Jake, fuck that ten cent guy trying to be a blue wrench moderator. I'll double that. He gave me twenty cents. It's very funny, guys. Very funny. Here's Connor. Uh, Hello, Big Bear. Best regards from Missouri. I apologize for the length of this message. I am on the mission to change my life and rid myself of the self-hate you elegantly and hilariously talk about. I have sent an email with a more detailed description of the life I have led to my shortcomings that have led to thinking like a melted, candle-faced, self-hating person. You have helped me gain huge, parentheses, pianist, strides, and are a pillar in the changing thoughts in my mind. I understand with your growing popularity and incredible support group, you can't read all the messages, emails uh, you receive. I'm calling for answers, and any words you can give to the topics are greatly appreciated. The subject line reads, you are helping me change my life. Uh, Connor, and the last name that I'm going to leave out, just it's for your own, it's for your own good, trust me on that. Uh, thank you, Owen, for being a voice shining light in the darkness of the world, but also inside oneself. You're helping me change my life. I'm looking forward to watching your special. Thank you for bringing joy to a life darkened by kneeling. Well, it doesn't sound like you're kneeling anymore, buddy. And if I can help in any way, I'm really glad. But just as I say to everybody who sends me stuff like that, you're helping yourself. And 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 just like you don't want to use fake, fake outrage to blame other people for your own problems, don't give credit to other people for your own strength. And it sounds like you're doing a lot for yourself. And, and take that win internally i i'm i might be uh uh, a role model but i'm not helping you you're helping yourself so congratulations this is from jesse hey bb psa for the bears it's getting to be that time to start thinking about voting if you won't be around home to vote you need to apply now for your absentee ballot do not wait to do this lefties are counting on us being lackadaisical because we are already in power much love inspector bear I was actually even thinking about uh, renting a van and uh, picking anyone up who needs to go to the voting booths uh, on voting day. I think that that could be fun. Uh, Yeah, I mean, if I could contribute to uh, a handful of votes, because I live in Washington where votes matter more than in New York. So, uh, yeah, vote. If the, if the Democrats get the Senate, your life will become considerably worse. I promise. This is the most important one of my lifetime, actually, because they're going to try and impeach Trump, a guy who has given us the best economy in 100 years. Granted, some of it's based on fakeness. 
don't get me wrong. I, I love listening to Schiff. I know all about our fiat currency and all that shit. But given the constraints of the rules of the game, Trump is beyond uh, just outdid himself. He's de-escalated problems we had with Putin and Kim Jong-un. He's uh, gotten us much better trade deals with NAFTA, with uh, Canada and Mexico. He's, uh, he's awesome. He's called out the media. He's had the left demask themselves. You don't want to lose Trump, guys. I'm telling you, man. And no one can accuse me of being, being in a uh, echo chamber. You know, I was in Hollywood for 16 years. My father's a college professor. I am not in an echo chamber and I never was. These are, these are hard truths that I had to come through, come to with a lot of uh, pain. It's from Greg. Clarence Thomas was fairly centrist before Anita Hill. They turned him into a very conservative judge with Kavanaugh. The libs have created their own judicial John Wick justice. Uh, Baba Yaga, Justice Baba Yaga, that's hilarious. Oh, I know, I was just texting with Nimmer about that, about uh, Clarence Thomas, because it's true. It's like they just made, like Thomas used to be way more centrist. And now, like, there was this uh, affirmative action thing that Thomas ruled on a while, a while back, and he wrote something I, I can't remember what it's called when one of the justices chimes in because Thomas notoriously doesn't chime in a lot. And he basically was like, yeah, fuck all those undeserving black people. Fuck them. And Nimmer told me that the black community, quote unquote, not that it really exists, it's a bunch of individuals, but used to think that he, like they still think he was like a dick for that because it was like kind of an unnecessary shot, like black people or whatever. And I was texting with Nimmer today. I'm like, after watching what Kavanaugh went through and then realizing that's what Thomas went through, I guarantee those dudes are just going to want to fucking trigger leftists. They're just going to turn that knife. And and it wasn't about black people, what, what Thomas was saying. He was, he's basically just saying like, motherfuckers, you don't own me. I'm not on your plantation. I'm going to take your shitty socialist anti-meritocracy bullshit where if a black person ends up in harvard or yale or in a top position people will forever doubt that they actually deserve it because of these bullshit advantages he's just like fuck you i love it i love that shit like for example you know uh the biggest uh disparate disparity between or sp disparity between the ultra rich and the ultra poor does anyone know what state that would be in america california has the most has the biggest difference in income the most inequality of any state in the entire union is california the utopia of progressivism because they are upside down evil people. All the policies they're doing is only going to create exactly what they think they're, or exactly what they say the opposite of. Like when they say they're trying to help income inequality or racial inequality, they're creating all of it. And you can just see the numbers. The biggest income inequality in the entire country is in California. Number two, New York. Good times, retards. Good times. All right, Justin. But, uh, brought the wife to see you in Atlanta. We had an awesome time. Have a beer on me and watch Kung Fury on Netflix. Best 30 minutes on the platform, hands down. Kung Fu Hitler is the villain. I'm, I'm in. Lately, I've been watching Sneaky Pete on uh, Amazon Prime. I've been enjoying that show. It's called Sneaky Pete. Thanks for coming to Atlanta, by the way. Matthew, 
Hey, Big Bear, here's a little honey. Keep fighting the devil in his soy. Can I be verified as inappropriate underscore bear? Welcome, inappropriate underscore bear. James, hung like a bear. Bear here. Show in Houston was awesome. Can't wait for next. Love the Instagram. We are in a pivotal moment, and we can't give an inch right now. Keep fighting the good fight. You talked about Darwin and past feed. Man, I got floaters in my eyes, like right where I'm staring. And, uh, and took me down a hole. The connection between Darwin's dialectical evolution and dialectical materialism, which was Marx's theory to communism, then Mar- Darwin's dialectical evolution spread through China, leading to the rise of Mao, is inexplicable. It is explicable if you understand El Diablo. You should check it out. Darwin should be called the father of communism. P.S. I was raped by the police twice in one week, and I'm not even in college. Disarm campus cops now. Hilarious. Oh, yeah, dude. Darwin was a key force in some really bad shit. Thanks for coming to the Houston show. But, yeah, Mao killed 60 million people. Oh, and like, check this out, for example. Do you know that, the, that there were 65 million refugees under Obama, which is the most America's ever seen, including 1945? These people... They need people to need them. They want, uh, they want to make people needy. It's kind of like, oh, and, and other people wrote to me that therapists have helped them and wondered why I was against therapy. If it helps you, go for it, you know? I, I think there's something to talking out your problems and working through stuff. I was just saying that I have a, a hard time with professions that require you to need them. You know, there's almost like an incentive for you not to become better, but um, like a moral, a moral therapist, I can see a, a lot of benefits from that. But okay, like the Democrats need black people to need them. They need women to need them. Do you know the the lowest unemployment rate uh, for blacks is right now under Trump, and it's a real, real exciting and scary time simultaneously. We could be on the verge of shedding a lot of bullshit out of our society, just really getting past some, some old scar tissue, or we could just crumble. It's a real crossroads. So I'm glad I'm alive now, and I'm glad I can be part of the good fight, because it really is. Uh, hi, Owen. In his latest podcast episode, Sam Harris describes Kavanaugh as a drunk Christian jock asshole. Can this guy be more out of touch from reality? I can't believe I used to take him seriously. Sam Harris is terrible, man. And I've been saying that for a while. I saw that coming a, a while ago. It was when he went after Scott Adams, and then Scott Adams, Adams calmly just refuted all of his statements. You could just see how irrational and just straight-up evil Sam Harris is. And when Sam Harris was texting Joe Rogan after my last Rogan, saying that, like, I came at him, and I was this, like, uh, this like shock guy or something. He was just slandering me to Rogan. Uh, I was like, this guy's a fucking psychopath. His mom created Golden Girls. He's a he's a rich bitch from Cal. He's a he's an atheist Jew leftist California fuckhead. And I thought him calling out Islam was brave. It wasn't. He just hates all religion. He's a power crazy psychopath who thinks he's all fucking logical and scientific. And he's just this raging, raving retard. A drunk Christian jock asshole. Dude, Sam Harris does like intense psychedelic drugs and he's mad at fucking Sam Harris for drinking beer or and being in shape like jock 
means in shape. It means you can play on a sports team. Like, break down what these words mean. Christian, he's trying to say that's bad. It's the building block of our entire way of thinking and all of our society. That was one thing that got me back into Christianity is really realizing that I think in Christianity. I dream in Christianity. The way I see the world was framed by Christianity. And m- my feelings on it don't matter. I, I can't make my brain think atheist. I, I just don't even know how I would do a deterministic worldview where I did noun, verb, sentences. I will go to the store. That makes no sense unless you believe in God. And I, I really... I've talked to people in the comment section on YouTube about this. Uh, I'm not going to anymore. You either understand the concept or you don't, but I have a finite time on the planet. And that, that is a conversation that I've had with so many people. And I really, truly don't think certain people are capable of understanding it. It might be a biochemical problem with their brains or something. But like determinism means that you have no control over your actions. It's all predetermined by causal relationships with chemicals in your body. So I will go to the store. I and will are two words and two concepts that come from Christianity. So if you, if your entire language and your entire social structure and you're like uh, innocent until proven guilty is a Judeo Christian concept that doesn't come from anywhere else. So, you know, deal with that shit. Sam Harris, you fucking pussy, man, that guy sucks. And he's got these big stupid ears. He's, he's like, he just looks like a, a Jewy Dumbo. It's like Dumbo if he was a little rich Jew. Just like. Dun, 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 dun. Sam Harris is a piece of shit. One of the main reasons that I, I started um, not trusting Ben Shapiro. I still like Shapiro. I think he's, he's good for the world in a lot of ways. But is his friendship with Sam Harris. Like how the fuck. Is Ben Shapiro capable of being friends with Sam Harris unless it's only about power? Unless it's just allies? They have nothing in common except being rich Jews from California. Like, how can they be friends? Like, how can an atheist, anti-religious, like feverishly anti-religious. I know some atheists that are like chill. that are just like, hey, man, I just don't want to be involved in any of that. Fine. We can be friends. All good. That that evangelical atheist type are horrifying human beings. Where it's like, I'm here today. All you people. It's like Bane. There is no God. Bow before me, Sam Harris. Jewy Dumbo with big ears. He's a, a leftist sociopath. And that's why it's like, okay, Ben Shapiro either doesn't believe anything he's saying or that's just about power. It makes no fucking sense to me. Because Sam Harris is, is straight, cold, evil, and condescension. I mean, it's just like, rationally, I believe. Rationally. What about Prager? Why doesn't he become Christian? I It's... Prager's awesome. Um, you don't have to be Christian. You just have to believe in objective reality, right and wrong. You have to give props. Prager gives a lot of respect and props to Christianity building America. And that's, I think, why uh, he doesn't rub me the wrong way in any way. I think he's an inspirational person, Dennis Prager. Because he says, 
you know, nothing spread the Bible like Christianity because the Jews are too, they're very insular people. They're kind of like a boutique store. They, they're not, they don't spread well. They just kind of sit there and they just go, hey, hey, count the gold, count the gold. But Christianity will actually go door to door, you know? And so I think it's just the fact that he has respect for it is, is why... Because if I thought that you had to be Christian to have my respect or to have my love or my friendship, I would start resembling that which I criticize, which is always a red flag. You, you got to set up checks and balances in your own mind to try and snap yourself out of insanity. Um, the minute I start saying, like, only Christians, I, st I start losing one of the best parts of being American, which is uh, religious freedom. It's people that have no respect at all for Christianity or what it's brought to the world and America, I, I start having doubts about that person. Then you add on a couple more factors and I want to fucking roundhouse kick you in the head. Uh, all right. I thought you were going to let me in. Dolev. Oh, what are you talking about? Cottonton bear. I think the whole reason for humanity is to experience both good and evil and let God see which you choose. I think he got annoyed at a third of the angels following the devil. Well, I, I can't remember where I read this, or, but the only limit of the limitless is limits itself. It's kind of a mind-blowing concept where if God is everything, what is everything missing? And that's limits. So I think that that's kind of the purpose of humanity in a way. It's, it's to offer the finite to the infinite. And, and you can't, and if he were to control us, uh, that would be kind of, that would defeat the whole point of existence. I don't know. It's real intense. All right. Let me read a couple more of these. Sam Harris is gay. He's such a homo. Such a dirty little sodomite. You know, he loves, he loves it. He loves dicks and balls fact all right what we got here thomas hey owen tecton bear here have you seen apocalypto by mel gibson yeah it's awesome one of the best movies i've seen in a long time full of the hero's journey and archetypes and very conservative very pro-life mel is one of the all-time favorites he's one of the best yeah dude apocalypto is awesome and it also shows all the conflict that existed in the new world before white people came like the whole movie exists. And then the last scene, it's the people, whites coming on the boat. It doesn't even ruin anything. It just kind of shows like the whole deal. It's awesome. And it's just, it's directed so well. Like you're right there in that movie. And there's no English words in the entire movie. Hi Owen, my husband and I are very big fans. Can you verify us as Covenant Bears? Welcome Covenant Bears. Covenant, hang on. Covenant Bears, we stay up late after kids in bed to watch your vids and streams. We love you, encouraging people to get married and have kids. Marriage saved us each personally for some real darkness, and it just gets better every year. Our homeschooling family is so fun. We kind of feel guilty compared to the families around us, how much fun we have not having our kids in public school. Big point is that we have to stick in it and stay married. There really is nothing too bad for God to fix. Trust us. Also, jealous you get to live in my home state of Washington. I'm, in, I'm a gig harbor girl and miss it every day. God bless. Wow, that was a beautiful 
Um, beautiful note. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited that we've committed to homeschooling. I love being around my kids. I mean, Charlie, I don't really know yet because he's still a baby, but uh, uh, Walter is just a blast. And I think that we can do a way better job educating them than the school. I mean, there's schools in Gig Harbor, public 